It's time for America Outdoors Radio, the show that covers the outdoor scene across the U.S. of A. and the entire continent. Fishing, hunting, conservation, outdoor recreation, and great destinations, we cover it all every week. It's your country, your outdoors. Let's explore it together with your host, John Cruz. We're starting things off today congratulating a couple of winners. One of them is Bob Showers. He won that SHOT Show swag that we gave away last week on the air. He was tuning in to our newest affiliate, WEEU AM 830 out of Reading, Pennsylvania. The other winner, that would be Doug Hawk. He won that Henry Repeating Arms Golden Boy 22 caliber lever action rifle that we gave away at the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup that attracted a whole bunch of people from the greater Seattle-Tacoma region. Congratulations, Doug, and thanks to the close to 200 people who entered for a chance to win that rifle made right here in the USA. Speaking of that Sportsman Show, I've got a few observations for you that kind of reflect where we may be as the outdoors community when it comes to getting back to normal. Number one, tenants was down among the exhibitors. In fact, there was about a third fewer exhibitors this year than before. I heard similar things about the big ISE show in Sacramento that took place last month, too. The opening search for the first three hours on Wednesday and Thursday, the first two days of the show, it was good, but it died off quite a bit after that. Having said that, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, though, oh my, the crowds, they were back in force. In fact, I would say it was even busier than the last show we had there before the COVID pandemic. There's a lot of folks attending the seminars this year, and we had a lot of people wanting to up their game and learn more when it came to fishing, hunting, and outdoors cooking. The retailers, lodge owners, and outfitters that did attend, they were very happy because the people that came, they were ready to spend money and spend they did. They were booking trips at lodges with fishing guides, with hunting outfitters, and buying lots of sporting goods from the retail stores that were there. Boats and RVs, there were some of those to be had there too at the show, and a good portion of their inventory was gone by the end of the week. And then masking. There is a mask mandate in Washington State, but it was Pretty toothless, and I think a lot of folks are just plain done with masks. Even in western Washington, which leans pretty heavily Democratic and where you're constantly being told to wear a mask, I'd say maybe half of the attendees chose to wear a mask, the other half didn't, and everybody got along just fine. And no, there was no outbreaks or super spreader events as a result of this sportsman show. So what does it all mean? I think it means that Although there may be less exhibitors at shows around the country, that we as hunters, anglers, and outdoors enthusiasts are ready to venture back into the convention centers and fairgrounds that host these shows and get back to having fun in the outdoors again in a big way. This week on America Outdoors Radio, we'll start off talking to a man I met at SHOT Show who has a brand new company specializing in lightweight, portable, grab-and-go hunting blinds. The company is called Nukem Pop-Up Blinds, and if you are a turkey hunter or a deer hunter, you're going to want to hear about these. At the Washington Sportsman Show... I got to chat with my friend Mike Whitlow with Anglers Inn International, which has a launch in Mexico at what may well be the best trophy bass fishing lake in the entire world. That would be Lake El Salto. I'm heading there in May, and Mike is going to tell you more about the lodge, the fishing, and the whole experience I think you'll want to enjoy as well. 
We'll go from south of the border to way north of the border when we next chat with Todd Collins. He's the owner of Wolf Lake Wilderness Lodge in the Yukon Territory. If you're looking to fly out to a remote wilderness lodge and fish all day for big lake trout, impressive Arctic grayling, and northern pike, this is the trip for you. And after talking to Todd, I know I sure want to go, and I bet you will too. Our final guest of the day will be Perry Rubin, the Chief Operating Officer for ALP Generators. This is a new company. I found them at the Washington Sportsman Show, and I'm impressed. They sell generators that are fueled not by gasoline, but by propane, which is a very clever idea. They are quieter than most gas generators. They are super portable, weighing just 30 pounds, and best of all, they have a price point that is really hard to beat. If you're in the market for a generator for, you know, not just your home for emergency use or your RV, but also if you're overlanding in a van or a truck or a Jeep, these would be perfect. Very small in size, will fit right in your car or van or truck. Finally, there are a whole bunch of sportsman shows going on this week around the nation, and we're going to tell you where they're happening. Before we do that, though, let's talk about a great product for you hunters and wildlife photographers out there. Our first guest today is somebody I got to meet at the Industry Day at the Range at Shot Show in Nevada. That would be Pat Newcomb. He and his wife own Newcomb Hunting, and they make some portable grab-and-go hunting blinds that if you are a deer hunter or a turkey hunter, I think you're going to want to hear about. Pat, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Got to tell you, pretty impressed by your product, pretty excited to share this with our folks. But before we get started on that, let's talk a little bit about you and your wife and where you live and what kind of hunting you like to do. So I live in Asheville, North Carolina, married to Robin. We have two young daughters. Uh, They're nine and ten. And as far as the type of hunting I like to do, pretty much anything. But growing up, as far as myself, I pretty much turkey hunted and deer hunted, squirrel hunted as a kid a lot. I ventured out with my age a little bit and got to do some elk hunting and moose hunting, but I really hope to extend my hunting to everything possible over the years. Oh, I hear you there. Let's talk about how you came up with the idea of this portable grab-and-go hunting blind. What generated this seed in your brain that became a company? Mobile hunting. Um, I like to move a lot, especially in the turkey hunting. And with deer hunting, over the last few years, it's really become more of a mobile sport as well. And just to have some sort of concealment without being in your typical hub blind where I don't even feel like I'm outside anymore, I was just looking for something that was lightweight and real portable and easy to take with me. You know, I like this concept. Like you, I tend to be impatient from time to time, and I only spend so much time in the blind before I have to move. So it's wonderful that you came up with the idea of literally taking the blind with you. Why don't you describe your portable hunting blind to our listeners and and how easy it is to get up and go with it? So it's a two-panel, stake-free design. Think of it as a TP cut in half. And then think of outside your box as far as not your typical hub-style blind more of a screen out in front of you. You push it out in front of you, and what you're doing is allowing yourself to have a lot more movement from behind the blind, whether it be get up and get your bow and arrow drawn, and then you can take a shot, or just your every day while you're sitting, you know, you're fidgety, you got kids with you, you can just move behind it a lot easier, and it's blocking you from the animal. So it's camouflage on the bottom, I guess probably three-quarters, two-thirds, and then as it comes up to the point of that half teepee, it's meshed there, but it's got a couple holes, so you can shoot through them, can't you? Yes, you can, and that's what I also try to explain to people is don't limit yourself to shooting through the windows. 
because this is a blind that's out in front of you farther than normal, you actually can shoot around it as well. It's great to shoot around. You can shoot through the windows, just whatever your shot offers you. What are the camo colors that your blinds come in? So we're using True Timber HTC Green and True Timber Strata as our two patterns. How much do they weigh? How long does it take to set them up with the really lightweight, for lack of a better word, tent-type poles that you have there? So it weighs in at just over three pounds, and it folds up into a 32-inch bag with a carrying strap similar to your folding chairs. Complete setup from bag to hunting is about 30 seconds, but we also offer a one-pole breakdown. So while you're in the woods, you can simply grab the center pole, grab and go, and from there you can set it back up in about five seconds. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. How long have you been making these now, and have you gotten some reviews from hunters in the field? So we're brand new to market. We just launched in January. It's been a long process getting our utility patent and, and everything, but we're excited about it. And we've had a lot of great response so far. We, we've been selling them now about three weeks. We've had tons of orders coming in, and we've just got hunters all over excited about it. Well, I can see why. It looks like a great tool to have. What does it retail for? One hundred nine ninety nine. All right, so for $110, you can have a grab-and-go hunting blind. I guess one other thing I should ask about is the durability. What's the fabric made of? So it's made out of 150 denier nylon fabric. It's real durable, it's lightweight, and it does a real good job shedding your water. Okay, well... Folks, uh, Newcomb Hunting Blinds, they are in a few stores, but the best way to get them right now is online. And let me give you the website. It's Newcomb, just like nuclear. So N-U-K-E-M, that's N-U-K-E-M hunting.com. Newcomb is the website to go to. Two different blinds to choose from in terms of colors. They retail for $109.99 each. They'll ship them to you and Come turkey season and deer season, you are going to be ready to not only be concealed, but get on the move and do some spot and stalking and stay concealed the entire time you are. Pat, this is a great idea. I wish you great success in promoting this and selling these in the future. Thank you very much. And just remember, don't just hunt them, nuke them. Nice. Backcountry Hunters and Anglers is the voice for your public lands, waters, and wildlife. From the Canadian Yukon to the Florida Everglades, we're stepping up to conserve North America's public lands, defend our hunting and fishing traditions, and expand public access to the outdoors. Our outdoor heritage depends on sportsmen and women like you speaking up for the natural resources that sustain our way of life. Find out how you can get involved at backcountryhunters.org and become a BHA member today. Ready to step up to a quality-built rifle or shotgun that's a true classic? Check out Henry Repeating Arms, American-made. There's over 200 models to choose from in a variety of finishes and calibers for hunters and target shooters. Many of these are lever-action models with a look right out of the Old West. Don't be deceived, though. Henry Repeating Arms are modern, rugged, accurate, reliable, and have a lifetime guarantee. Find out more and order a free catalog today at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com. Hunting and fishing are exercises in hope. Before you head into the woods, you hope to tag out on a deer you'll have to field dress. Before you make that first cast, you hope for a big fish to clean and fillet. When your hopes are realized, you'll need a sharp knife. Whether you sharpen that blade on a power sharpener in the shop or a manual sharpener in the field, WorkSharp has the tool for you. 
Look for WorkSharp products and sporting goods stores near you or online at WorkSharpTools.com. You're back in with America Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We are broadcasting from the floor of the Washington Sportsman Show in Puyallup. One of the exhibitors here is Mike Whitlow. He's with Anglers and International. I'm very excited to talk with Mike because I get to go fishing with him this May at Trophy Lake El Salto in Mexico. Mike, great to have you back on the air. Ah, thank you. Glad to be here. And yeah, you're right, John. You're fixing to go with us to famous Lake El Salto, one of the best bass fishing. Absolutely, I'm just going to say it. It is the best bass fishery in the world. So we're glad to have you. I can't wait to get you down there. Well, don't take it from you necessarily. I mean, people like Kevin Van Dam have literally said the same thing. Oh, yeah. Kevin Van Dam, Brandon Polinuk, you know, all the guys, they come down and fish with us. We asked Kevin one time at the Classic in Tulsa, I said, where's the place that you want to go? Where would you go if you had one place to bass fish? He says, I'll go back to El Salto, fish with anglers in. You know, it's funny. Remember back in the day... The quarterback who won the Super Bowl, I'm going to Disneyland. Yep. I guess at the Bassmaster Classic, I'm going to El Salto. Yeah, that's all us bass guys. That's Disneyland for us. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what a typical trip there looks like. Uh, we'll start off with coming from the States. What happens? Well, when you book a trip with us, uh, you fly into Mazatlan. We'll pick you up in private vans at the airport, uh, take you up to the lodge. You know, two people to a room, two to your own aluminum boat with your guide. But lodging on the lake, meals, drinks, open bar, alcohol included, laundry service. I mean, we roll the red carpet out for you, you know, and and service is our focus, you know. And you're going to catch a lot of fish. Typical trip, how many nights are you staying? How many days are you fishing? typical trip is four nights three plus days we can add extra nights and days you know if you want to extend your trip but four nights three and a half days and you're going to catch a lot of fish in that time I was talking to somebody who's been there recently, and he says, John, I've got one tip for you. And I'm like, what's that? Expect him to give me a tip on how to catch bass. And he's like, you got to know when to put down the fork. You're going to get so much food. I gained 10 pounds when I was down there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things we do. You know, service is our focus and, and the food and, and all that. So we wake you up in the morning, bring you coffee and juice to your room at 5 a.m. We have a chef making you breakfast, get you out on the water. We come in for a great lunch. You know, we'll be serving some traditional Mexican dishes, some mahi-mahi, you know, that we catch out of Mazatlan. And then dinners. Oh, my ribeye steak dinner one night Mazatlan's known for its fresh you know shrimp fleet so it's a all you can eat shrimp and pacific lobster night brazilian rib and chicken you will not go hungry with us the struggle is going to be real folks if i can keep my weight down after this trip but you know you are going to be burning a lot of calories while you're fishing let's talk about the fishing let's talk about the boats let's talk about the guides well all of our guides have been with us 15 to 30 years and a lot of them are related they've grown up in that area some of them even walked the lake for before it was flooded so these guys know every tree every hump every rock they're going to put you on the fish that's what they do to make a living and they want you to catch a lot of fish so we're fishing out of 18 foot aluminum triton boats extended decks real comfortable and our guides will keep you on them all day long i noticed that these are tiller model bass boats something i haven't seen before but that gives you all the space in the world on the front deck to fish doesn't it absolutely no trolling motor up there for you to mess with our guide's going to sit in the back with a trolling motor and just keep that boat pointed in the right direction so you can cast into the trees or the rocks i mean you don't have to worry about anything other than you better be able to cast good 
Wow, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You, again, not being distracted by the, the trolling motor in the front or being the typical back-of-the-boat angler and not being allowed to cast forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a real treat. I am looking forward to this indeed. Let's talk about what you're using to catch the fish, and we'll talk about springtime. Let's focus on spring, selfishly, because that's what I'm going well, in, in the May time frame that we're going, we have two types of bait fish in there. We have the shad, and we also have tilapia. Tilapia are very nutrient-rich. That's what's make these bass grow real big down there and real quick. So we're going to be throwing a lot of swim baits, a lot of spinner baits. Of course, the top water's pretty good in the mornings down there in May. Explosive action on big fish first thing right after daylight. Lots of rattle trap and crank baits, but, you know, we also we throw the, the 6 and 7-inch Cinco baits and the 10-inch power worms. Catches a lot of big bass down there. So lots of reaction fishing all right so i'm guessing the rattle traps good search bait that's what you're using to really get into lots of fish Mm -hmm. i'm guessing those big worms that's what you're using to get into your personal best absolutely uh that's not so true those uh berkeley war pig lipless crankbaits my favorite oh let me tell you you'll be throwing out and catching three and four and five pounders and all of a sudden a nine pounder will inhale that thing so we've caught a lot of big fish on the on the crankbaits but el salto you never know what type of bait you're throwing any cast can be a giant you and i were talking earlier and in addition to the bass I understand the tilapia actually get pretty big there, and you can catch those on, like, lipless crankbaits. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, you'll be throwing out there, and you'll hit something like, oh, and then it feels a little different, and we've had customers reel up five- and six-pound tilapia, but beautiful fish, but... uh, Not what we're after. Not what we're after, (laughs) yeah. What is the the average size bass in El Salto, and, and how often every year do people actually land a double-digit bass? The best time for your double digits is late December, January, and February. That's, you know, right around the spawn time. That's when they're full of eggs and then they're at their fattest. Also in May is a really good time to go for those. There's been more double-digit fish caught out of this lake than any other lake in the world, and we have lots of clients that do catch them. Of course, that's our goal. We can't guarantee it, but the six, the sevens, the eights, and the nines, this lake is just chock full of big fish. I'll take any of those. And and what's the average size? Two, three pounds? Uh, average size is three to five pounds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, being from Washington State, give me a bag of three, five-pounders, I'm going to win any tournament that I'm fishing at. So to go down there and to catch dozens of those a day, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, last May, I had a group of uh, 18 anglers. I had seven couples, so I had seven ladies in the group and quite a few novice anglers. We boated over 4,900 fish in four and a half days. Had a few over 10, but the six, sevens, and eights, unbelievable. What a trip. I have a feeling I'm going to be going to bed early in the evening. That's what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question is this. Do you have any openings left for this year? I I know that, you know, lodges and resorts and trips like this have been ultra popular, especially as we're coming out of COVID. We do have a few openings, a few in May, a few in June. Uh, I still have a few spots July 6th to the 11th if you'd like to join me on a hosted trip. And uh, that's the time of the year we're catching. 100 fish days are pretty much the norm, and you know, three to eight pound fish. But next year, we're already starting to book up a lot of our coveted spots in December, January, February. So you need to get in contact with me as soon as you can. Mike Whitlow at anglersin.com, 509-378-2814. And let's get you booked in on a trip of a lifetime. All right. You can also check out the website at anglersin.com. That's anglersin.com. And when you contact him, just ask to go on a trip with Mike Whitlow. He's your host. He's going to take great care of you, just like he's going to take great care of me. And you are going to have a wonderful time fishing, 
eating great food, having some margaritas, and enjoying all that Mexico has to offer you as a bass angler, where you'll probably get your personal best as well. The website again, anglersin.com. Ask to go on a fishing trip with Mike Whitlow and get ready for some fun. Mike, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Thank you, John, and I'm excited to get you down there for your first trip. This portion of the show was brought to you by our friends at WorkSharp. They are the makers of fantastic knife and tool sharpeners, both manual knife and tool sharpeners and powered ones that use abrasive belts and plates. And if you are looking for something to have in your shop or your kitchen or maybe in the glove box of your car or your boat or maybe just in your go bag or maybe your box that you take camping with you, a WorkSharp knife sharpener is bound to be used and bound to be valued. You can check out the entire lineup at WorkSharpTools.com and you can also find WorkSharp products in quality sporting goods stores, hardware stores, and ranch and home stores all over our great nation. WorkSharp, you're going to have a hard time finding a better and more affordable knife and tool sharpener. Campers, adventure seekers, hunters, and foodies. No matter the lifestyle, we can all agree on one thing. Great food and great people are worth remembering. At Camp Chef, we don't just make grills. We create each product knowing that a warm meal is always better when it's shared with those we love. Learn more about Camp Chef grills, smokers, and portable cooking equipment at CampChef.com. That's CampChef.com for a better way to cook outdoors. Why book at Sportsman's Cove Lodge? Why is Alaska like no other place on earth? It hasn't changed in thousands of years. From the way you get here on a float plane to the way you go out with the guides and the boats, it's just a professional experience. And I said, this is as good as it gets. I said, if you can't catch fish here, you can't catch fish anywhere. Your experience with us will leave you speechless. Book now at alaskasbestlodge.com. You're back in with America Outdoors Radio. We are broadcasting from the floor of the Washington Sportsman Show. And I stopped by the Wolf Lake Wilderness Lodge because, I'll be honest, I have always wanted to go fishing in the Yukon Territory. And that is something that they offer here. With us here to tell you more is one of the co-owners, Todd Collins. Todd, great to have you on the show. Hi, thanks for having me today. So this is your first time here at this show, and you're a relatively young lodge. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you got into this business? Well, I got into this because I'm an avid fisherman, outdoors person, and currently a flatlander. So the mountains catch my eye, and that scenery never gets old. Let's talk about where your lodge is located. I presume, being in the Yukon Territory, people are going to fly in from just about anywhere in the U.S. into Whitehorse. What happens after that? 
Yes, once they fly into Whitehorse, our uh, float base is located just a couple miles from the International Airport, which is located right on the edge of the city of Whitehorse, so it's easy to get to. All accommodations are there in the city, and from there we're about a 115-mile float plane flight out to the lodge, flying through various mountain ranges, seeing animals on your flight. The scenery's ever-changing. It's a spectacular view the entire trip. Let's talk about Wolf Lake itself. Let's talk about the lodge. What's that look like? That looks like hopefully this year is going to be a good one with all the COVID aspects in relation to everything and us being closed the last couple of years. The fishing is going to be fabulous. Yeah. Oh, of that I have no doubt. Now, Wolf Lake, how big of a lake is this and is it connected to other waterways? Yes, Wolf Lake is a drainage basin sitting between two mountain ranges, approximately 300 feet deep, 13 miles long, and about three miles wide. We have a few inflows of contributory bodies of water, and we have a main outflow of the Wolf River, which is loaded with Arctic grayling. All right, and that's what I want to talk about next, the fish that you catch here. Now, you've got some pictures of some huge lake trout here. A lot of them caught on the fly. Is, is that what most people are after when they come here? You know, we get people fishing with flag tackle, we get people wanting to jig, troll, and we're catching these fish in all aspects. I'd say our biggest producer on the monster fish are when we're jigging. But don't get me wrong, I've had guys catch lakers up near 40 pounds on the fly. Your lake trout, it's interesting to me, some of them look very different than others. Some of them are very light colored, more of your traditional lake trout that I'm used to seeing here in the lower 48. Other ones, very dark. Is, does that have to do with spawning or are we talking about different strains of lake trout? I think we have different strains of lake trout in our body of water. Typically, we have four different colors. We have the lighter colored ones. Uh, we have green in color. We have the red fins. And we also have ones that are very dark on the back. And I'm assuming that's to blend in with the structure they're living in in the deep water. These lake trout, you were telling me earlier, they're not just in the lake. Sometimes they'll actually go into the Wolf River. And you had a great story about catching one of some really light gear while you're fishing for grayling. Yes, that's one spectacular thing we have there. The water temperature is so cold. We're talking mid-50s in the middle of the summer. So we're catching these big lake trout in, you know, two or three feet of water. And they can be caught on a fly line or some light tackle. And last summer while I was uh, trying to catch a few grayling, I happened to catch about a 15, 16-pounder on four-pound test. And it was quite the fight, I tell you. <laughs> Would have been spectacular. Let's talk about the grayling. I'm looking at the pictures here. These are some of the biggest grayling I've ever seen. I mean, are your grayling above average, or are these just the best of the best that I'm seeing in the photos? I would say our grayling are above average from what I'm hearing from a lot of anglers that have fished grayling in other spots before. What is the average grayling, and what's considered a big one? I would say our average, we're probably averaging between 15 and 18 inches on our Wow. That's the average? That's our average, yes. Wow. What's the biggest that you've caught or seen? The biggest I've caught is right around four pounds. Oh, my goodness. And you were telling me earlier that, you know, fishing on the Wolf River, whether you're tossing spinners or casting a fly, that you can literally catch 100 grayling a day? Absolutely. And that's not overestimating at all. And that's the fishermen not traveling any more than 100 yards down the shoreline. 
I absolutely love this. I love this. And let's talk about some other fish you can catch there, too. I understand you've got lake whitefish, and, and some of your guests will target those. Yes, those are for the angler that is in for a challenge because the lake whitefish have a very soft mouth and they fight like crazy. So when you hook into one, you may or may not land it, but the challenge is definitely there. One other fish we should talk about, the northern pike. Now, some people love them. Some people hate them. Personally, I'm in the camp of I love to fish for them because I just don't have the opportunity to do so where I live in Washington State. Let's talk about the pike fishing you've got available. The pike fishing we have is a little unpredictable. Depending on the water temperature, it kind of dictates how our pike fishing will happen that summer. We need our lake to warm up to the high 50s for those pike to come out of the contributory bodies of water where they're spawning. And this probably goes into your season. I'm assuming you start in June and end in September. So if you were interested in pike, you'd probably want to book a later trip. Yes, I would agree with that. A little later, you know, in July or August is probably a better time to catch pike on the Wolf Lake. Well, let's talk about the actual packages you offer. How many days are they? How much do they cost? We offer four, six, and eight-day trips. When we're selling at the show, we offer them for $33.95, $39.95, and $43.95. And is that all-inclusive? Does that include everything except for the flight to and from Whitehorse? Yes, it does. Everything's all included except for the flight to and from Whitehorse. So your float plane flight, all meals, accommodations, boat motor, use of our tackle, if you prefer, it's all there. Walk me through a typical day at your lodge. I sleep in my cabin overnight. I wander over to the day lodge where I'm guessing we're going to eat breakfast. What happens then? Well, after we get you filled up with some breakfast and some coffee or whatever you prefer, then we're going to head out on the water and do some fishing. One of the nice things about uh, where we fish lake trout, it's only about two-mile boat ride from the lodge. So literally I can see the guys out on the water fishing from the lodge. And how far is, is the mouth of the Wolf River where folks are catching grayling? That's about four, four and a half miles away from the lodge. Okay, and let's talk about the boats that you have. We have 16-foot crest liners. They're a deep V-welded boat with 20-horse Honda motors on them. Uh, They're quite reliable and good for that size of body of water. Now, most folks are doing unguided fishing. I understand you're going to hop in the boat and kind of give them a tutorial to make sure they know how to operate everything and give them some ideas on where to go and all that. Do you offer guided fishing for people who don't have a lot of experience, understanding it's going to cost a little bit more? Absolutely, we offer guided service as well, and I always get in the boat with all of our guests to make sure that they're catching fish the way we should be, they're in the right spot, operation of the boats. You know, we have some safety aspects we don't want to deal with. We're in some cold water, so we want to make sure that everybody's okay with operating the boat safely. And that's something else we need to talk about. A lot of people are coming up in groups. You do have singles that will go ahead and book, but if a single person comes they have to go with a guide and that's for safety isn't it yes absolutely the water's cold we're talking mid 50s in the middle of july and not many people can handle that water temperature for very long if an accident happens so no kind of hard to pull yourself up into a 16 foot crest liner if you're by yourself it's nice to have a buddy you can fish you out one other thing we should talk about here is you also have a little lake that is just a short walk away from the main lake where you can actually hike to it you got a couple boats there and you can do some fishing there what are folks catching there uh in May Lake, we're catching some Arctic grayling, northern pike, and the redfin trout. If we get up in May Lake right early in June, the pike and the redfin are hanging in three feet of water, and you can sight fish them. It's something fantastic. Oh, I so want to go. This just sounds fabulous. I'll tell you what. 
we unfortunately have to go. But two things as we leave here. Number one, do you have any openings for this season? And number two, what's the website folks should go to to find out more? Yes, we have a few openings available for this summer, depending on your group size, because a lot of our weeks are filling up and working into the 2023 season as well. I would say if you're interested, reach out to us at fishwolflake at gmail.com, or you can check our website at wolflake.ca. That website is wolflake.ca. It is Wolf Lake Wilderness Lodge. This is a very small lodge operation. No more than 12 guests at a time. It's going to be a very intimate experience, but it's going to be in the beautiful wilds of the Yukon Territory. Great fishing is waiting for you. The website again, wolflake.ca. That's wolflake.ca for Wolf Lake Wilderness Lodge. Check it out and book a trip. Todd, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Thank you for having me on. book at Sportsman's Cove Lodge? Why is Alaska like no other place on earth? It hasn't changed in thousands of years. From the way you get here on a float plane to the way you go out with the guides and the boats, it's just a professional experience. And I said, this is as good as it gets. I said, if you can't catch fish here, you can't catch fish anywhere. Your experience with us will leave you speechless. Book now at alaskasbestlodge.com. Come explore the Dalles in Oregon for outdoors fun. Hike amongst the wildflowers, bike our riverfront trail, or visit the Gorge Discovery Center where you can enjoy a live raptor display. Or even check out our National Neon Sign Museum. But don't forget the fishing. We've got salmon, steelhead, bass, walleye, and monster-sized sturgeon waiting just for you. When the day is done, tell those tall tales at one of our wineries, breweries, or restaurants and plan your next adventure. Find out more at explorethedalles.com. Hey, how'd the meeting go with Tommy's school counselor today? Well, not exactly as planned. I I think we need help. Help? Why do we need help? Well, I asked her about paying for college, and she said that's not something they do. Hmm. Maybe it is time to get some help. Even if Tommy just goes to state college, it's going to cost at least $25,000 a year. We'll have to rate our retirement and pay for Tommy's tuition. There's got to be a better way. There is a better way. A way where you can pay less for college or even receive college tuition free, regardless of your income or your students' grades. A way for you to keep your hard-earned income and savings for your future and spend less on college, while virtually eliminating the need for student loans. Get the facts about college admissions and tuition by going to tuitionprograms.org. That's tuitionprograms.org, tuitionprograms.org. Get the facts about college admissions and tuition by going to tuitionprograms.org. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstances, we can make dreams come true. Dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the darkest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. 
Join huntofalifetime.org to help make dreams come true. To provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities, Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit huntofalifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference. That's huntofalifetime.org. Next up on America Outdoors Radio, we've got a product review for you. And that's the great thing about these sportsman shows I get to attend is I get to find new products that I think you are going to be excited about. Well, I certainly found one today. It is a generator, a very small portable generator, but it doesn't operate with gasoline as fuel. It operates with propane, something I've never seen before. It's made by a company called ALP, and with us here to tell you more about it is the Chief Operating Officer, Perry Rubin. Perry, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. This is almost like a small suitcase-sized generator, and it operates on propane. I've never heard of such a thing before. Yeah, we're really the first ones in the market, and it's engineered to run on propane vapor. So we have great run times on it, and it's very lean as well. It's about 70% less exhaust than gasoline. When you're done with it, you can disconnect from your fuel source and put it right inside your vehicle. You won't even know that it's sitting in the car seat. I absolutely love this. Let's talk about noise. I mean, your general gasoline-powered generator, it's very loud. What about this propane-powered one? We run at 52 dBs is what we test it at. It's a pretty quiet generator. You know, on eco mode, you're good up to about 300, 325 watts. And then, of course, the more power that you need, the louder it's going to get. But it's still a very quiet generator. Quieter in comparison to a typical gas-operated generator? Yeah, most of them. I mean, the the higher-end ones, the more expensive ones, they're going to be equal to what we have. But most of the generators on the market are a bit noisier than this one, yes. This one has 1,000-watt starting wattage, and it's got 850 watts running wattage. And people are probably thinking, well, what does that mean in terms of what I can run? Well, if you're running out of power at home and you want to use it for your home use, you're able to put it in the backyard, run an extension cord in, get your refrigerator going. I'm talking a full-size, side-by-side, 27-cubic-foot refrigerator, no problem. Then you could also run your TVs, your Wi-Fi, direct TV box, if that's what you have, and you have some lights, and it would still be on eco mode. Okay, that's great to hear. So you can actually operate this on a one-pound canister. I'm guessing most people operate it on a 20-pound tank. What's the runtime on eco mode, and what's the, the runtime if you're really running it hard? Well, per pound, if you're running on eco mode, you're going to have, which is up to about 320, 325 watts, you're going to get about three hours per pound. So if you have a 20-pound tank, that's going to be 60 runtime hours. A 20-pound tank's your average barbecue tank. If you're going to be up at the higher RPMs, you're going to be 500 watts is going to run instead of three hours, it's down about two hours and 40 minutes per pound. And then if you're running full steam ahead, 750, 850 watts, you're going to get hour and 45 minutes to two hours per pound. 
All right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the actual features in this generator. Got quite a few plugins that are pretty handy for the 21st century. Yeah, what we did was, um, first off, it's an inverter generator, and we use pure sine wave, which is the cleanest energy. Okay, so if you're going to plug in a, an iPad into it, it's going to love it. It's this clean energy is what's at your house or cleaner. We put two USB ports on it, two 110 plugs on it. We've got a 12-volt battery charger accessory plug for it, which is actually regulated at 14 volts. And then we put an LED light on it so that you can see the entire panel. And we're also capable of parallel. So we have custom parallel plugs on it. We did run a neutral screw on the bottom. So if you want to use it for maritime, if you're going to put it on your boat, they want you to ground your generator to the boat. You go ahead and just run a wire to the negative on your battery and you're grounded as the maritimers want it to happen that way literally thought of everything here. How much does this weigh? I love the fact it is so portable. It's 30 pounds. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Now, this is great for having a home in case of emergency, but I'm guessing most of the people who buy this are RVers or people going camping? Exactly. We really came strong into the overlanding market. So people that are living off the grid right now, people that are going overlanding, four-wheeling, and the overlanding industry right now is really growing in America. And part of the reason is because when COVID hit, the sales for RVs just went crazy. Well, now all the campgrounds are getting so full, it's hard to get a reservation. So the four-wheel guys and the overlanding people are now going off-grid and they're able to go and have a good time off-grid but you need to be prepared for it and our generator helps with that. So here's the last thing we're going to talk about and you're going to love this part and that's the price point. How much does this cost? I think people are going to be very surprised here. Uh, we sell these. Uh, they're they're on our website and we sell these for $529 plus $20 shipping fee. So $550, folks, and you can have this generator that runs on propane. It's quieter, it's cleaner, and frankly, it's just a lot handier. Like you said, you just unplug it from the tank, unplug it from the canister, put it in your rig, whether it's a Jeep, whether it's a pickup, whether it's an RV, keep it in the house, no problemo. This is absolutely great. The company, again, folks, is ALP. They are the people that make next-generation propane generators, ALP. And before we go i got to mention one more thing you've got here that's very clever at the show. It's a valve, and you actually have it attached to a five-pound tank, and it has the ability to fill up one-pound canisters. Tell me about this valve. Yeah, there's some on the market that are straight. We built one that's uh, 90 degrees so that the tank that you're filling up, the little one-pounders, are actually upright so that you can fill them up all the way. The straight ones are really difficult to be able to get the canisters to fill up all the way. And what's that valve called? We call it a refiller valve. That makes sense. So look for the refiller valve and also the generators at the ALP website. You'll find that at alpgenerators.com. That's the website to go to, alpgenerators.com. Again, $550 for this generator, a whole lot less for that valve. I guess I should ask, are there other places to buy these generators besides your website? Just the other websites that are selling our generator. Right now, that's about it. There's a few stores, local stores in Southern California that are carrying them. And we've got uh, some stores coming online over on the East Coast. All right. So feel free to shop around online, see if you can find a better deal. But if you can't, alpgenerators.com, that's the website to go to. Check these out. Very innovative. I think you're going to absolutely love them, and I think you're going to use them a whole lot, too. Perry, thanks so much for sharing this with us today on America Outdoors Radio. Uh, Very welcome. 
That was a great conversation at the Sportsman Show. And I'll tell you what, there are a bunch of sports shows going on this weekend and later in the week around the country. And I thought we'd tell you about a few of them. The Western Hunting and Conservation Expo is going off this weekend in Salt Lake City, a great event for big game hunters in particular that's put on by the Mule Deer Foundation. If you're a fly angler tuning in today to our Greeley, Colorado affiliate, 1310 KFKA, you might want to head to the Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center in Denver to take in the fly fishing show that's going on through Sunday. Other shows happening this weekend are the Midessa Boat RV Sport and Gun Show in Odessa, Texas, the Oklahoma Tackle Hunting and Boat Show in El Reno, Oklahoma, the Black Hills Sports Show and Outdoor Expo in Rapid City, South Dakota, the Columbus Fishing Expo also going on through Sunday in Columbus, Ohio, and the Georgia Wildlife Federation's Fisherama and Turkey Rama in Perry, Georgia. And of course, there is the biggest show of them all, the Great American Outdoors Show. That wraps up on Sunday in Harrisburg, PA. As for the second biggest sportsman show in the nation, that would be the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. That takes place at the Expo Center in Portland Wednesday, February 16th through Sunday the 20th. I'm going to be there and I hope you'll drop by our booth because we're doing a couple of giveaways. One of them is another giveaway of a Henry Repeating Arms Golden Boy 22 caliber lever action rifle. This is an absolutely gorgeous rifle and it looks like it came off an old West movie set. But it shoots straight, it's rugged, it's accurate, and most important, it's made right here in the USA. So, again, drop on by. All you have to do is text the number we're going to have on a banner there at our booth near the fly casting pool in the main exhibit hall, the place we've been the last few years. Answer three simple questions, just your email, your name, and the zip code you live at, and you're entered. We had a couple hundred entries at the Washington Sportsman Show, and I suspect we'll have a couple hundred in Portland, too. The other giveaway we're doing is from our friends at WorkSharp. They've given us a whole bunch of pocket knife sharpeners to give away, and we're going to play the pick a number game. Simply pick a number between 1 and 50. If you guess right, you win the pocket knife sharpener. And if there's more than one of you, we'll play high-low. So if the first person doesn't guess right, we'll give the second person a chance to guess higher or lower. And this can really narrow things down, especially if there's like four of you. We've got about 36 of these pocket knife sharpeners to give away, and I suspect we'll be giving away a few. If you want to find out more about WorkSharp products, go to their website at WorkSharpTools.com. And if you want to check out the Golden Boy and 200 other models available from Henry Repeating Arms, just go to their website. You'll find that at HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA.com. And don't forget to ask for your free decals and catalog while you're there. It's time to wrap things up because I've got to get packing and get ready to head to Portland for that sportsman show. I hope you've gotten to attend some sportsman shows too. They are a lot of fun and they offer great opportunities to book a fishing or hunting trip or go to a seminar, learn something new, or maybe just get a great deal from one of the retailers there. So enjoy yourself at a sportsman show near you. Be blessed and do remember this. It is your country and you're outdoors, so get out there and enjoy it. Yeah.